Well, good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, December 6, 2017, and you're listening to the University Pulse radio station. This is episode 37 of the Dry Spell cast. I'm here to my left with Austin. What's up? Austin's here. My name's Matt. I guess I should probably say that as well. And across the way is a new guest to the show. Welcome, Jess. Hey, what's up? So should I call you Jessica, Jess, Jesse? Uh, what what else is um, there? Uh, I prefer Jess. Jess? Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. <laughs> Probably could have done that uh, before we started. But now everyone on air knows. Yeah. Everybody, everybody that wants to talk to Jess, I guess, now you know. How's it going? How, how are you? How are you? I'm doing good. You know, had nothing going on today. Got invited to do this. Thought it was going to be pretty cool. So I came. Yes. Uh, and you're a freshman? I am a freshman. That's awesome. Almost done with my first semester. Woo. Yeah. How do you feel? Uh, I feel pretty great. Uh, I'm really glad it's almost over. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I... I miss that. Like being I miss a freshman. Being, yeah, I miss being young and oh. full of life and not hating everything that I do. Well, um, and well, well it's funny because like in my senior seminar class yesterday, we were talking about like, how much like we wish we could go back to freshman year to those finals when we thought those finals were so hard back then, but now we're like, huh. <laughs> Because some of my hardest classes, at least the first time I went to school, were like my first two years. But I think, I mean, I think now if you like go back to like where we are now, at least for like, you know, you've already have a degree and I'm like, I'm on, you know, one semester left. I feel like if I feel like I would go back to like my freshman year, it's like, wow, it feel like we're so different. I mean, I've just learned to deal with being dead half the time. Yeah. So. Well, I meet for like one final this year. Yeah. Um, I'm already done with one class, and we finish one class tomorrow, and then, yeah. Yeah, I have, I have no classes the rest of the week. I was done yesterday. Wow. I just have two finals. Lucky. Senior year. I have a few finals, yeah. Yeah. but, uh, I mean, based on what you've said, they're, they're not going to be that hard. I mean, they're hard, but. They're hard. I mean, it's something, like, college is something you have to get used to and, like, learn how to do. Mm-hmm. It is, like. A, you should it take is, it seriously. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very serious. I guess it is. Some, it is something to learn, and it is a skill to learn how mm-hmm. to pass college. To be honest. So yes, Jess and I know each other from uh, where she's on the sporting arms team. Yeah. With me. Yeah. The whole reason I came to Boise. Yes. Which is awesome. Yes. Yeah. So like her and she has a twin Boise sister. Boise stay, take listen. Yeah. Uh, for supporting your clubs. Yeah. So yeah. her and she has a twin sister, Haley, who both. Came here from Alaska. Yeah, Alaska. Um, of all places. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I, with shooting in Alaska. I guess I'm not really surprised. But yeah, the, so they actually sought out Boise State because they wanted to, you know, come to a place they wanted to go to that had a uh, a shooting club. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. here yeah. we are. I remember it was October. Sporting 20- Arms. Yeah, Sporting, sporting arms. arms. Sorry, Sporting Arms. I can't say that. Uh, it was about October 2016. Uh, we were doing our, our competition here in Boise, and they were high school kids. Yep, we were seniors. That's typically seniors. what happens well, before you're, you come <laughs> to college. But they were they were competing here. I mean, competing against the high school in the high school division. 
Mm-hmm. That's and the most Alaska thing I've ever heard. But continue. Uh, we're like looking at the scores and we're like, who is this Jess Lincoln? She mm-hmm. is winning every single thing. And mm-hmm. then we're like, she's. <laughs> She's kicking butt, and then like it was like, and then Haley is right below her, like literally like one and two, and oh, every, yeah. every event. And we're like, who are these people? Who are these girls? And then we started talking. Turns out they wanted to come here. Yeah, we, we recruited That's them. That's great. Yeah. And then this last competition, they went one and two in every event. So. Mhm. Yeah, you guys weren't really even on our radar, and then we came to this uh, that shoot, and then it was just. It was like love at first sight. Perfect. That's that's really fascinating because I bet that's like stuff that nobody ever thinks about. Like if you like go to the admissions office or talk to the heads of the university, I guarantee you like that stuff is not even on their radar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's yeah, definitely I feel like just the littlest in. things can like make or break whether or not you go to a university mm-hmm. or not for sure. That's how I feel like the esports team is going to get is it's going to start bringing in like a group of people that would never have been interested before. And it's kind of interesting. I would be interested to talk to like admissions counselors and stuff who go out and like, you know how they always visit schools, mm-hmm. right? I, I guarantee you that stuff's not on their radar. Like they do not talk about that. When they go to schools, um, I know for like the club sports and stuff, they do they do like when they do like the tour of the rec center, they do talk about it. Yeah, because it is part of like the rec center whole thing, and like yeah. it, the club sports program here is still pretty big on campus. But I think we're not talked about a lot. No, because we're not like we're not you know rugby or uh, I guess baseball's not a club sport anymore because it's a real team. And eh, still got a year or so. Yeah, but like rugby or like club soccer or like lacrosse or hockey, like the big ones, like always get all the attention. Yeah, and there's yeah. us here, but I mean, <laughs> we're growing, and you know, it's yeah, fun. slowly but surely, yeah, growing. And it's gonna be uh, Jess and Haley will be taking it over, hopefully, probably in the future. Yeah. <laughs> so you can you can graduate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so how has your week been, Austin? Good. Um, super stressful until about yes, last evening when I finally turned in my senior paper. All 23 pages of it. It was wonderful. That's great. I remember my first 20-page paper. Okay. It's <laughs> impressive. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, that's that's a lot of writing. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. I mean, you you know how antisocial I've been the last couple of days. Uh, yes. So you've been like, <laughs> want to go yesterday i need a drink i'm like well i can't oh i need a drink real bad <laughs> i ended up at chili's by myself uh i saw your snapchat and i was like oh I kinda it was okay i kind of need a margarita but i passed I told you you're I like know. man why'd i why'd i skip out on that uh i wasn't too upset i got my i had to get my paper done so yeah. like, i finished yeah. it and i feel like the whole way of the world just like f- just floated away and i'm just like oh like floating it was like it was it was nice. Um, and now like I woke up this morning and like, wow. I've got nothing. It's so wow. shiny and the sun's out and I'm not even tired, which I don't know how, but it's, wow. it's great. And now I just have to work on two finals uh, next week. And great. I'm, I'm, you know, living, living good, living well. Living the dream. I know I'm slammed in all aspects of my life. Uh, it's amazing that I can get out two hours every week to do this. I'm honestly still surprised you're here sometimes. I, I, me too. In many, many ways. <laughs> now, so uh, 
I still haven't got the podcast up from last week either, which will come. I guarantee it. Uh, maybe after this one, I don't know. I guess nobody really cares if they're released in order, do they? Yeah, I mean, we do talk about talk about topical things, so like it kind of. Uh, if we do say the date, <laughs> yeah, but that's like that's more for me to be honest. Oh, okay. so I can catalog them. But I mean, yeah. So okay. Maybe I should. Maybe I should release them in order, which means this might come out this weekend. I don't know. It's a busy week for me. We need somebody else to edit these podcasts. Yeah. If anyone's listening is interested. If you are interested in joining the Dry Spell radio team. But if you want to just... There is only only loss involved in this (laughs) venture. Maybe if you want to put it on your resume or something. It's, It's on my LinkedIn page. As a project. There you go. Uh, so if you're out there and you're listening, and not necessarily you don't have to want to join us, but if you want to get a hold of us over the next two hours, there's several ways you can do that. First of all, you can go to Twitter, uh, the wonderful wasteland that is Twitter. And we are at Dry Spell Radio. You can email us at dryspellradio at gmail.com. And Facebook.com slash Dry Spell Radio. We try to make it easy for you, which reminds me, I need to get you the Twitter in- info so you can like do that when I'm not here. Yeah. I always say that. And like, I actually have no sign in for the Twitter, so I don't, don't tweet me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can still like go on there. But anyways. That's too much work. I need the notifications to pop up so I don't have to like, go searching. Austin, have you been playing video games? I have not turned on my PlayStation in over a week, so Well, that was great. That's the saddest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. I know. I'm so like I'm like I'm I'm now I'm like super pumped because I have time and it's like, oh, it's so nice. And then I'm really excited to play Rainbow Six Siege. I know you're probably freaking out, but the new uh, expansion just dropped, Operation White Noise yesterday, so I really mm-hmm. need to get into there and play that because that's all I really want to do. Download that last okay. night. Okay. So, yeah, cool. I haven't played a game in. That's that's all. a paid expansion, right? No, it's all they're all free. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the map is free, and then the operators, if you have the season pass, they're free, and you get them a week early. But so you can pay like whatever I think it's like five dollars per operator if you want to pay for it. But then you can also just spend your renown that you've earned. Right. On but them. it's a ridiculous amount 25, of renown. Twenty five thousand. It's not like it's a ridiculous amount of renown. It's like I don't a week think of playing. Yeah, it's really not that. Like if So you, I have never made that much. Oh. Well because you've never ever played <laughs> that much this game as much. But eh. for someone who who like does play that game a lot, it's not a too big of a deal. I was sitting over a yeah. hundred thousand renown at one point. Wow. And I decided to buy all the Halloween head masks. <laughs> and I was still sitting at like 60 after that. So. Cool. Yeah. I'm excited to play. Yes. I really like that game. She's a big Siege fan, too. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. What, what about Siege do you like? <laughs> um, I guess like, uh, I guess like the teamwork. Like if you have a good team. Like, it's really fun to just kind of annihilate people. It also gets really frustrating, but <laughs> if you have a good team, you can just sweep. That's fair. Yeah. I guess that's probably my problem with that game is the teamwork, because I feel like 
I never have a good team. Mm-hmm. No offense to the people that the only reason I ever play is because they're playing, but it's like, as somebody who doesn't play a lot, it's that game is frustrating because everybody knows what to do mm-hmm. except for you. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it feels sometimes. And like I told, well, it's because like, everyone has different strategies mm-hmm. too. And then so. like on the on the round where you like literally have seen no one, and your entire team just wipes the other team. You're just like, I didn't see anybody. Yeah, and you're like, well, I guess I'll just stand here. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. it <laughs> happens. And then then you'll have a round where you wipe the entire team. Oh yeah. So. Just kind of how it works out. Yes. Have you been playing anything, Jess, besides Siege? Um, I mean, my longtime go-to has always been Zombies. I play a lot of that. Okay. Um, uh, first started playing when it first came out on Black Ops, the first one. Started playing there. Um, and then I got Black Ops 3 and uh, kind of just been playing that forever. I feel like I'm pretty good at it. Did your sister's boyfriend ever get the new Call of Duty? He did. Okay, so he did. I play. I, I never played zombies on that. I watched okay. him play. It was. It, there's a lot going on. Um, I heard it's they, really different. So it's yeah, it's a lot different, and there's some bugs in it that they need to work out. Cause it. Uh, I never played it though. I watched him. It was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I'm interested to see their Nazi zombies mode, just because I know they were trying to take a different. Mm-hmm. like approach to it and so i'm really like i once that game came out i feel like it just didn't go anywhere like i haven't heard anything about yeah, it yeah yeah it was like hey, it's coming out and nothing just kind of kind of just happened boots on the ground <laughs> loot boxes warfare loot boxes <laughs> smashed by a loot box yeah i saw that i well i saw a video of uh i think it was kotaku they do their like clip show thing mm-hmm. and they showed like this clip of like a loot box opening and a dude jumping out of it <laughs> like that's that's solid they also showed one from assassin's creed origins where the dude's riding his camel and the camel like falls and like eight dudes just pop out of the camel <laughs> like a glitch or something oh yeah or? it's oh. all glitches but it's just hilarious we need to take a break And we'll be back. Well, it looks like we're back. So I have started weeding my way through my list of games that I need to finish before the end of the year. And one of the first ones I wanted to try was Hellblade. Mm -hmm. And so I have been playing that. And that game is strange. I I told you it was a weird one. Well, I knew. I, I knew about it. But I don't know. There was still part of it that I was like... I don't really know what to expect. I think more along the lines of the way they handle combat. I was just like really surprised about that. Like in what way? I don't know. It's just not what I was expecting. I was expecting more of maybe kind of like Witcher style combat. And this is very much like, oh, just just dodge a bunch. It's very Dark Soulsies. (laughs) 
Dark Soulsy style where you like you'll dodge and then like take like two hits and then kind of keep rolling around dodging. Yeah, a lot of a lot of dodging. And you got or you know you got the parry just right and like it's not just like a like just button mash and kind of kill the enemies. Like you have to be really careful because they'll kill you really quickly. And Which the, the I, I focus like that. thing's cool too. I like that actually because it kind of gave like a sense of like how like I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I don't know either. Like a like a element of like hard like really hard difficulty that like I don't know. What I'm trying to say. Yeah, Should and I'm up. like I'm totally not finding this game difficult yet. Uh, I died once, but I think total I think I only died like two or three times maybe. I, I'm interested to like actually see like how the the difficulty mechanics work in that game because they they do the like automatic one. Yeah, you can and turn so, that off though. You can just Well, turn, I know you can. Yeah, you can just like do like a set difficulty. But I'd be want. interested to see like how they scale it or if they scale it or if it's like certain parts of that game that you can totally tell are just fake. Um and they're just trying to pull it pull it over your head. But I don't know, like that game I'm sad that it feels like a bad PlayStation port to the PC because yeah, because you're talking about it's these issues really solid that you've had, and I'm, I'd never had them on the PlayStation. Yeah, it just sounds like a bad port, which is unfortunate because that game is so. For me, the game was like so like fluid and smooth and just yeah. There's these little hiccups here and there that that is just disappointing because I like this game a lot so far and. I hate it when those things take away from that experience. And so I'm kind of like wrestling with that at this point and trying to ignore it. Um, certain glitches like, oh, you can't progress in the mission because of this thing. And every time I hit a cutscene, uh, like I have frame drops and stuff. And mm. that's just not necessary. Um, in a big, like in a game like this, that looks as good as it does so and like i can run this like i have the power that's not a problem so i don't know that's sad the the sound is cool for sure um i don't know how to feel about its portrayal of mental illness but being like involved in it is kind of an interesting idea. Yeah, have you have you heard about this game at all? I I have not. Yeah, it's it was only for the PlayStation, and then it they released it for the PC not too long ago. Yeah. So, yeah. see, I'm an Xbox gal. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. I, um, I yeah, like the, the yeah. whole point is you're going into like Viking hell to save the soul of like your lover or whatever. Okay. But your character's like schizophrenic. Yeah. And so, so you hear like, all of your different personalities are like screaming at you at the same time. Right. Yeah. Um, it's really fascinating. Yeah. It's and it's it's really interesting. I mean, it like, sounds cool. Yeah. Cause like the very beginning of the game is like you're literally just like like on the like sailing your boat into there, and then your voice is just like, "No, you can't do this. You can't do it. No, you can't do it." And there's one like, "Yo, you can do it. You can do it." Like it's really weird, but like so like it tells you to play with the headset because like it literally like yeah. whispering into your ears. Right. And it's a, and like it does that the entire game, and it's like such a <laughs> weird, weird dynamic. And I yeah. I know I've seen a lot of things like that from the community. That's like this is like a very accurate portrayal of like what some what? people experience. Right. And I saw this video like 
praising Hellblade. Like, you know, this is what I experienced. I just never was able to, like, illustrate what I felt. But, like, they did a great job here showing, like, how That's good. it is to live with, like, that kind of, you know. With that illness, yeah. Mental illness, which is super cool. I mean, and it really created a really cool dynamic and, like, interesting narrative for the game. Yeah. Because when, when your biggest battle is with yourself. Mm-hmm. That's just like totally different than I probably anything else that I've ever played. Because mm-hmm. there's one big part. I don't know if you've reached there yet. Like when you're like in the dark tunnels and you have to like be in the light. No, oh. I'm not there yet. It's it's like because you're like hiding, running from something, but then you're also running from yourself at the same time. And it's like really, really well done. So yeah, that's a good game. It's going to be one of my top of the year. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be up there for me. Um, speaking of running from myself, <laughs> nah, that's a bad segue. I've been also didn't been playing through. I'm still trying to finish Monument Valley 2. I think I'm really close. That game's really good. Uh, it kind of takes an interesting turn fairly early on, where the first Monument Valley was all about the princess. Um, and... This one I can't like I can't really figure out. I think it's the princess and her mom. I don't know. It's like the story in these it's a mobile game. So the story is like kind of there, but not like outright there. I know there's a bunch of fan theories and stuff like that. But anyways, it takes on this turn where you have two people that you kind of have to guide, but you can only guide one of them and the other one just kind of follows. Which kind of throws a really fascinating turn into that puzzle mechanic because it's like, oh, like if I start, like if I move this bridge this way, like I can run across it. But then if I turn it back and run this way, then the little girl can get across it and stuff like that. So, yeah, I I saw you play it for like two seconds one day, but it looked pretty interesting. I still recommend that game and I still recommend the first one if you've never played it. It's not that much on, on this, uh, whatever, iOS store. Let's find out. Whatever that is. I, I totally, store. like, we, we definitely had that conversation last week. I know, but I didn't check. I'm pretty sure we looked it up. Did we? I think so. It's Monument Valley. It's four bucks for the first one. Worth it. And then there's, like, a paid and then it's DLC five bucks version. for the second one. I think that's more than what I spent, but... Mm. Oh pretty well. good for having an Apple phone. Mm. I'm, paying true. For, I'm paying for quality, so. Yep. Oh, is that, <laughs> what, is that what they're telling you? Yep. I still haven't played HQ. The only reason I've ever considered buying an iPhone. Free Scott. The only reason I, is because I want to play HQ. I've never even heard of that until you I have actually even thought about emulating an iPhone on my computer so I can play this game. That's the, the, the trivia one, right? Yes. Hmm. How? I, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with I've never people. even heard of it until you brought that up, like two, two weeks ago. It's, it's taking the world by storm. The not Daily my, my Beast world. did a story on it. Huh. That means nothing to me. I've never heard of it either, so. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know what kind of weird world you guys live in. Not your world. You're <laughs> calling my weird world weird. I guess so. I know you, Matt. Uh, eh. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Let's talk about some news. 
We can do that. Unless you have anything else you want to like to talk about. No. No. I guess not. Any okay. any any highlights of games from the this last year or no? Uh, when I bought Siege, just kind of a highlight of the year. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Been playing it too much, I think. But uh. Never enough. Yeah. Siege's life always way too much. Nope. <laughs> I don't know why you don't like it. Because it's a bad game. No, it's not. I, I, I definitely didn't like it when I first started playing it just because I wasn't very good at it. And I just get shot immediately. And it was just really frustrating. But, you know, you just see, I don't like I didn't never really had that problem as much as every single match I go into. They try to kick me. Oh, yeah. Regardless of if I'm doing well, That's if true. I'm doing bad, yeah. they always try to kick me. Like, I've been kicked from games before these, like, or almost tried to be like voted kicked before it's even started. I'm like, what? Why? Oh yeah, like, yeah. I get happening? kicked all the time, and it's just, eh, whatever, it's fine. I'll join a different game then. And I just don't think it's a good game. I don't think, <sighs> I don't think it's executed well. <sighs> I think. I know he says this stuff, and it breaks <sighs> my heart every week. Hitboxes and stuff like that are just oh, bad. I mean, it is, some of them are. I think this newest definitely. update. With Operation White Noise fixes a lot of that problem. See, I, I so. we had this exact conversation several about, months about ago Operation Health. about Operation. Well, Health. that broke the game. And worse I know. It fixed the game exactly. The only thing it did well was fix matchmaking. Yep. Hmm. Other than that, like it's still like probably the easiest part. <laughs> the thing that like Halo Two could do well. Matchmaking. Ubisoft. Oh. How hard is that? Ubisoft. I love Halo 2. Ubisoft, my developer of the year, okay? <laughs> and uh, I don't know. This, I just think this game's bad. Uh, I, I have, like, since it came out. I know. I just. It's, I, not, it's not Overwatch for you, I know. See, Overwatch, Overwatch like, is good, first of all. Uh, it's great. Uh, the car the characters are awesome. The world they built is great. Like, everything about it is good. And the fact that they are constantly supporting it and listening to the community to change things, except for Symmetra. Come on, guys. <laughs> Figure your crap out with Symmetra because she's a nightmare. But you don't like her we're just jumping in a circle around you and you can't hit her and then she kills you? Yes, auto-aim for the win. Um, anyways, so it's like, that's what I like about Overwatch the best. Over, um... I've only basically, played it a few times. Basically any what, other Overwatch multiplayer yeah. shooter. Yeah, It's fun. I they, they it's great. They finally convinced me to get it on PC, and it is better than console version. I can't believe just I just... Just like every other game. I can't believe I just said that. PC me just died I on mean, the inside. Yeah. I hear a lot that PC is usually better. PC is always better. <laughs> no, not in, not in cases when they have bad PC ports. See, but that's the developer's fault. That That has nothing to do with the PC. The PC should be, like, the easiest thing to run on. The thing is, is, it's the studios that are like getting money from Sony to develop the game for their platform. Mm -hmm. uh, I, don't, I can't remember what the game I'm thinking of um, came out this year, but uh, like that's oh, Near. Near is another example of that. Near, like when it came out, was a PlayStation developed game, and when they ported it to PC. They just didn't do a good job and then just stopped caring about it, which is why I bought it for that. 
Wolfenstein actually is the same way. It's better on the PlayStation, which is a horrible thing to come out of my mouth. <laughs> if I had a PlayStation Pro, maybe like it would make like it would make me feel better. But like just the pure power that I get from my PC is like the PlayStation can't compare to that. This like the PlayStation is as powerful as the last PC I had that I built when I was in high school. And I've been out of high school for seven years. That's old. Yeah. Like that's like that's and I guess it's what, four, five years old now? Came out twenty thirteen. Fall twenty thirteen. Yeah, so it's about four years old. But anyways, like that's that's my PC Master Race rant. Um, rant for the day. Sponsored and brought to you by... No, I'm just kidding. We don't have sponsors. We're poor. <laughs> we need to take a break uh, because if we don't, the University Pulse is going to kick us off of their station and then we won't be able to record. Video games. Let's talk about some video games. I mean, we've been talking about video games for a while now, but let's continue talking about video games. Let's do it. I love talking about it. She's excited. Let's do it. Yes. That's the excitement I'm looking for. (laughs) Otherwise, so I've also kind of been playing uh, South Park Phone Destroyer. It's It's a card game. Is it destroying your phone? No, I hope not. It's a card game on your phone? Yeah. Ish. It's so if you ever play like Clash Royale, okay, um, which is a good game but also cancerous. Oh, you were playing that for quite a while. It uh, it's like that where like it's kind of this weird RTS card thing where you have to like drop in like different quote unquote troops, mm-hmm. which in this case is um, South Park characters, and they battle other South Park characters that are dropped by your opponent until they get to you and destroy you. Okay. Uh, it's, I mean, it's fine, whatever. It's mildly racist, and so that kind of like, which I guess I would expect. It has this weird cowboys and Indians undertone <laughs> that, I don't know, I just like every time they come up, I'm like, eh. Pretty sure it's not when they're playing Border Patrol. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, South Park, man. Pushing the edge. So there's that. 1999 or whatever. (laughs) Even before that. Right. Um, So let's talk about some news. We have some hot, right off the grill, breaking news. Ah, it's hot. You need it's a sound effect. Yeah, no. Uh, I, that's that's what I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm making like, the hot sound effects. Like, there you go. That's a good one. Nailed it. Future Yo. careers and <laughs> sound effect making. We don't have a board, so I gotta I gotta at least pick up the slack somehow. Yes. So. So news. This is. <laughs> this is so weird. Um, a new portal game's coming out. Portal 3? No. Yep. Portal or Bridge Constructor Portal. <laughs> which oh, I would have yeah, I would have started with Portal. 
mm-hmm. and called it Portal Bridge Constructor. But that's fine. I'm not. I'm not releasing this game. Uh, it's coming out uh, from Head Up Games and Clockstone Software. No idea who they are, but they have an official partnership with Valve. And by the end of 2017, on December 20th, Bridge Constructor Portal will will come out and it's one of those engineering sim things where you like build bridges and I love these kind of games bridge things oh yeah me too I literally actually probably like two weeks ago was trying to find a good one on my phone but all of them are like here's the first four levels now pay us five dollars my well and they're not even that good yeah yeah I think the like I don't know if I've ever played one of these games the one I've always seen is polybridge I think that's the one that like is all over Reddit mm-hmm. all of the time. So the one I played back in, the, in high school when you were like supposed to be in class doing stuff, but you're on you know on new grounds playing games was mm-hmm. Cargo Bridge, and it was like the same thing. It was like you had like one guy pushing a little box, and you had to make sure the bridge didn't collapse on him. Yeah, and I, I assume that this like being a real game is going to be better than that. Yeah, I'm assuming. I would too. hope. Um. Yeah, and so their their quote here is kind of weird, but they said, for the last year we've been secretly working in our underground labs on the next iteration of the million-selling bridge constructor series. Aperture Science. This new standalone title will release on PC, Mac OS, li- Linux, not Linux, <laughs> Linux, mobile devices, and console, and fully embraces the Portal License, one of the most beloved video game franchises of the last decade. How many times are we going to hear the cake is a lie? The cake is a lie. But it is a lie, so. But. I don't know. We'll see. That's an annoying meme. <laughs> I'm just going to say right now, as somebody who knows a thing or two about memes, um, <laughs> that's a bad meme. Let the cake die. There's a lot of bad memes. I guess it doesn't say this. I haven't watched this trailer yet because if I click play on this trailer at any point uh, in our show, it will come through this. <laughs> There's so nothing yeah, I can do about wanna, it. You guys want to listen to the trailer? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, no. We're not going to do that. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so that's a weird thing that is coming out. I really hope they're not just like capitalizing on the portal name. Uh, like that's a, exactly what oh, it yeah. sounds like they're sub, doing. With a subpar bridge game. So, I mean, it's probably not a subpar bridge game. Uh, I don't know anything about the company or the bridge constructor games, but... It's got portal in it. Yeah, I mean, it's like... But yeah, portal. They, it sounds like a reskinning of a game. Mm-hmm. That already exists for like <laughs> unless they, unless they have the creative like uses of the portal. Okay, that might be kind of cool. And it's not I just guess. like because like the picture here it shows like it's like portal here gap the other portal and you build it to the next portal. I think it'd be kind of cool if you like had it like build it to like a weird portal and then like, it would come out the other side and like yeah. There you go. <laughs> He's muting it. I muted it. So so we're watching the trailer because this is fun for everybody. <laughs> Um, oh, oh yeah. the gun turrets! Wow, wow, going for it all. This is <laughs> fascinating. Oh, okay, so yeah, so they—it looks like they might actually use portal things, which is cool. 
had the okay okay i would hope cool. i would hope they would use well it just show the truck drive off into a portal to jump onto the bridge so i'm sure that the audio here helps. because i'm sure they got glados and <laughs> the cake is a lie um there it is yeah. hot, well, hot cool. fresh news you heard it here first other breaking news out of the video game world the worst thing to ever happen to video games is actually happening. The U.S. government's trying to get involved. A couple weeks ago, we had mentioned, uh, I think we talked about this anyways. So the representative or a representative from Hawaii, uh, Chris Lee, posted a video on YouTube calling out loot boxes after the whole Battlefront 2 um, thing, where he called it a Star Wars-themed online casino. <laughs> okay. So this, this is, like, right around the time that we start seeing the European Union getting involved. And, like, Belgium, I think, said the loot boxes are gambling mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And it's this long, just deep, dark well, hole. And we did talk about this um, a couple weeks ago. yeah. Like this is this is bad, people. The it's more bad that the U.S. government is trying to get involved because we all know how well the U.S. government has treated video games in the past. Net neutrality. Well, that's coming up later. <laughs> um, of course it is. So the thing about this is, he said that he wants to make it. Illegal for people under the age of 21 to buy games that have gambling mechanisms. Oh. So basically anything that is based on percentage chance. Um, so I don't know exactly if he means we're talking Overwatch, um, obviously Battlefront, Call of Duty, all of these games that you can actually spend money on to buy more stuff that comes to you at chance. Siege. Yeah. Siege I mean, all of these games, every game that comes out now has loot boxes. Um, and I don't know, there's something, there's something just odd about this. One, one of the things he says in the video is, once the algorithm identifies a player who's likely to keep spending money to buy that one, quote unicorn thing that they're after then okay. they lower the odds and then you keep spending more oh it's absolutely unethical and unfair well, and that now, is if they well i don't know if that's, if that's real but yeah. i don't know if that's real that's what he said in his video um his video called time to step up <laughs> but i don't know it's it makes me nervous uh, that if they start enacting laws uh, against this, I mean, consumer protections are a good thing, usually. I just don't have faith in our government to handle this well. I'm sorry if anybody from our government is listening. It's not that I don't like you. I just don't trust oh, you. Helicopters are coming. They're coming to take you out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they've been coming after me for a long time. Um, yeah, I don't know. This, this freaks me out. Uh, and I think that it should freak you out as well. Well, I, 
I don't think people understand video games a lot is the issue, especially like government and like I just did my research paper, my painter icon, you know, related to video games and media, like violent and that's violent in nature and like how it like portrays aggression and like how does that aggression translate into like juveniles and stuff. And all reading a lot of the research is like a lot of the researchers especially like just don't understand video games. Yes. Yeah. So I kind of think that'd be the issue here. And this has been a trend in my criminal justice classes is that just the government and like Congress and stuff don't quite understand things that work and things that don't work. And so the video game industry knows this. So if we look back early 90s, we're going to go on a history lesson today. Um, The early 90s when um, things like Night Trap and those kind of games were coming out. that was the big thing that they went like the U.S. government s- said we have to do something about this. Like they're violent, they're going to destroy our youth and all of these sorts of things, which they were probably right. Anyways, so but the, it uh, does the, not translate. I know, I know, I know, I know. But uh, I. There's my A right there. Yes. Bingo. Uh, I hope your professor is listening. But I, like, so they, the video game industry actually got together and created the ESA. That is the overarching, like, board that controls the way they rate games and stuff like that. This is where the ESRB comes from. It was the video game industry actually stopping the government from interfering by saying, okay, we will take care of this ourselves. Which needs to happen at this point, too. The ESA needs to come forward and be like, all right, we need to do something about the way that loot boxes and stuff are affecting our games because it may be gambling. And they don't have to necessarily take a stance saying, oh, this is going to be gambling. But just saying that it might be portrayed that way is going to go a long way. And I think the biggest thing they need to do is put something on the box. Yeah. Warn parents that are buying these games for their kids. Well, they could do like what apps do. Like you know, when you get an app, it says in-app purchase. Exactly. It has, like, the, right. it exactly. Has the like, like there's in in game purchases or whatever. Right. And I think that that is probably the best thing that can happen because we need to keep the U.S. government out of this because I can't see any good coming from that. I mean, again, look look what they're doing with net neutrality. It's obvious they have no idea what they're talking about. They're gonna they're gonna cater to whoever has the biggest pockets. Mm-hmm. And that's that sucks. And so I don't know, like that. That is really needs to be combated. And the ESRB and the ESA, they need to really get behind this and say, we are doing this. Like, we are going to do this to protect protect our consumers and protect our industry. Because if they don't do anything, then the government will. And that's scary. And the gamers lose. Yes. Uh, yeah. And the only people that have anything to lose are us. So instead of writing your representatives, maybe we should write our, our game developers. 
Most of them are on Twitter. So, okay, we need to take one more break this hour, and we'll be back. We've got about 10 minutes left before we close out this hour. Uh, do you guys have any opinions on the thing that I've been rambling about? Um, I agree. I mean, I don't think the government needs to be stepping in to be trying to fix things. They have so many other things to be worrying about, first off. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, NFL. <laughs> like NFL players uh, kneeling for the national anthem. I was kind of thinking more of... States of like you know foreign affairs and stuff. Like okay, that. well I I think that that's and, good too. Uh, I think as the economy's kind of turning itself around, but I don't think this is, should be on the radar of like things to worry about. No. To be honest. Yeah. But that's how our government rolls. You know what? Let's do all the stuff that doesn't matter. And I mean, then the stuff I, that does matter, we'll just shut down for. I it. mean, I can see from like the consumer like protection standpoint, like that's one thing. But, again, it's just I don't think that they really understand this industry as a whole. Uh, I just can't see anybody. Like, I would not trust our Idaho representatives over this. I, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't either. Like, have any of them ever played a game ever in their lives? And then they're going to go in and vote on something that affects it? I like the warning label idea. I yeah. think that really... Because it warns people, like, yeah, you might have to pay for more things. I mean, you don't have to, not always. You don't always have to pay extra. I mean, it worked for McDonald's and the hot coffee, so. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, is another story that I could go on about because that was a <laughs> bunch of crap. Um, no, but I think, like, if you look at what China has done over the past year, for that stuff that's exactly that the the like china actually makes you like out front like on your box signal if there's purchases because they don't want kids accidentally doing anything mm -hmm. and then we need to add another step like it needs to become harder for children to actually yeah, they accidentally can't purchase on, they something. They can't just click on the button and then boom, there it is. Like, Oh, yeah. I have locks on myself so I don't buy things. <laughs> Smart. See? Yeah. I think and like, I, parents need to understand, maybe like figure that stuff out. Cause I think there maybe are. don't put your credit card information in the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And make it a little harder. Yeah, don't, don't do that. You, should, uh, you shouldn't put your credit card in there anyways because have you ever, like... Think about all of the times that these systems have gotten hacked mm -hmm. as somebody who has their credit card saved on their PlayStation. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. And also, uh, like the double security, whatever, double authentication. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a, that's you should do that. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. I know. So there's more about this story uh, in PC Gamer if you want to go check it out. They have some more quotes from the dude and so on and so forth that I think that maybe you should... Uh, what was the thing about the DSM-5? So, so the DSM-5 actually has something in it called Internet Gaming Disorder. Oh. And because, again, psychologists want to get involved in this. And 
I don't know. That's that's a really weird one. Like, uh, sure, I think there's probably like a, an internet gaming disorder, right? I mean, probably. But again, I think it's a lot of people trying to understand something that they don't understand. People come. Be, people become addicted to movies and Netflix and music and all this stuff this is just another art form it's just an art form that is so strong that people have really like strong opinions and can interact with it in a way that you can't interact with anything else Mm -hmm. in terms of art which i think is what is so special about video games right yeah like well yeah for sure and so like the fact that people are willing to dump hundreds and upon thousands of hours into World of Warcraft or other World of Warcraft (laughs) games. Siege. Well, if you dump thousands of hours into Siege, you may have a disorder. Um, I'm about... (laughs) I think I checked recently. I'm like 180. 180 hours? Okay. Or more? I don't know. I think, but like for shooters, the most I'd ever did was Battlefield 4, and I was over 600. Yeah. Modern Warfare 1 for me. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I do have a problem. <laughs> well, I could have told you that. Thanks. Anyways, so uh, check that news out. There's stuff in there. God of War has a release date. Yay. Kind of. Yay. So. God of War, it, I'm sure that they will announce it at PlayStation Experience this month, if not the Game Awards, which is tomorrow. They, uh, But somebody may have flipped a switch a little too early, and the PlayStation Store listed the game coming out March 22nd, 2018, which matches their early 2018 release date but it also matches the original release date of the original god of war so it makes perfect sense yeah so there are like things about that that totally makes the sense. stars are aligned since then oh, okay the game has changed back to december 31st 2018 which is just kind of the generic placeholder for games that are coming out in 2018 that aren't announced. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, cool. Um, Yeah, so I'm probably going to switch too early. But I'd imagine that's going to be the day it comes out. Um, I I think it makes sense. And we should know in the next couple weeks. Like I said, we have Game Awards tomorrow night. We have the PlayStation Experience, I think, next weekend. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that will come out at one of those two events. I'm excited for that game. Looks good. Yes. Let's talk about the PlayStation experience because that's coming up next weekend. Um, I think it's next weekend. I, I could be wrong. Ninth. I think it's the ninth is when it starts. Oh, then is it this week? Yeah. This I weekend. I think it's literally this weekend. All right, cool. Um, well, some year I want to go to this. I don't know. It seems stupid and fun. <laughs> stupid and fun. Yeah. The, the majority of what I do in my life. <laughs> We're talking about video games, for God's sakes. Yeah. Um, so I looked through the panels and stuff like that. Yeah, it's and the 9th and 10th. Okay, so it is this weekend. I looked through panels and stuff like that, and I 
didn't see anything that impressed me too much, except for I saw this too. And like they're talking, there's a panel of with Media Molecule talking about dreams, dreams, which we saw at E3 three years ago. Three years ago, and then two years ago, they had a follow up, and haven't heard a single thing about the game since. And you've been, you have been asking personally about well, like, like, where dreams go. Well, because I remember they were like they focused so much on that game. And then it just disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah, because there's like the game showing off like the motion ability of the controller, because you could like paint with your controller Ugh. and. Uh huh. And maybe it's taking so long because they pulled that out because that's a terrible feature. And then they have like, well, you could use like the PlayStation like move part and like use like the. But oh maybe God. since maybe with the VR they kind of took oh, a step maybe back. They, maybe they and made it a VR. into a VR game because that could be kind of cool. I don't know if you know what anything we're talking about. Uh, bits and pieces. So catching up. So Dreams, they announced she heard several, VR. several years yeah, ago. Yeah, VR. <laughs> and it was literally like a, a 3D, like, weird, like, creative it, it's almost like Little Big Planet, like except sculpting, right. like sculpting kind of thing. Bigger. Okay, yep. And, like, you literally could, like, make the world and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, like, it was, like, a super cool idea, like, for, like, a select audience, I'm sure, would love the game. That and sounds super cool if it was VR, though. I think yeah. I think so maybe maybe because this is this this was announced before PlayStation VR like was out, so maybe they took a step back and like yeah. made it for VR. Like, That'd be kind of cool. To, yeah, like, actually live in your world. Whoa. Uh huh. Because I don't want to live in the world I'm in. <laughs> VR freaks me out. I've only played a little bit and I get it's, nauseous in it. Yeah. Uh, what what have you played like on what system? Oh, I don't even know. My friend had okay. one. I just kind of. It was mostly scary games too, and yeah. I didn't like that. Well, when VR when uh, VR came out, it was like everybody was like, "Oh yeah, this will be super cool for scary games." Uh huh. And then they released a couple scary games, and they weren't great. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like Kitchen. I mean, I played the beginning of Resident Evil Seven in VR, and it was Ooh. fun. It was cool. I mean, it wasn't like much different from the game, like the like just playing on the with the controller and stuff. But the only game I want to play in VR is Super Hot. <laughs> yes, because that is incredible. That yeah. And in fact, they actually just released a new version of it that is like an arcade version. It's like seven levels or something, hmm. uh, and so it's like kind of for demos or. Oh, like I can see it being at like space bar. They have a, uh, a VR headset now. Mm-hmm. Like, hop in, let the sweat from the last person who wore this VR helmet drip down your face, and uh, dodge bullets. Gross. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's super gross. It's why it's why when I was at PAX, I refused to touch VR. First of all, because if I had another person there, then maybe because I don't I don't trust people enough to shut myself off from the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and second, yeah, that's super gross. That's like sounds like a fun time. That's closer than I've been to another human being in a very long time, and that's just ugh. And with that, um, it makes me nauseous thinking about it. Speaking of getting nauseous, we have to take a break. That is our first hour. We're gonna come back with our second hour. We're gonna talk more video game news, video games, things, and whatever I feel like talking about.
Okay, hour two of the Dry Spellcast is starting now. You can get a hold of us over the next hour if you feel so inclined on Twitter, Gmail, and Facebook. It's all Dry Spell Radio, so it's pretty easy to find and do. I'm going to do something special right now. I'm going to try a drink live on air. This is the really the best content we have. Oh, my God. Uh, this that's, is not the first that's time. That's why you haven't drank This is yet. not the first okay. time I've done this either. Yes, we, so, did, we did do some pumpkin spice latte. Yes, I had my first ago. pumpkin spice latte live wow. for people listening at home. It was whatever. It was fine. <laughs> so Monster has a soda. Uh, and... The greatest thing about this is on the back of the label, it says, there is nothing soft about this drink. That got me. That is awesome. Uh, So it's called Mutant Super Soda. And I've never had it. And so I want to try it. I'm not a big energy drink fan. But I'm going to give this a shot. it's It's not an energy drink. It's a soft drink. But there's There's nothing nothing soft. (laughs) Hold on. Oh. It tastes a lot like Mountain Dew. It looks like Mountain Dew. (laughs) It looks like Mountain Dew. It's kind of why I bought it. Because we can't get Mountain Dew in bottles uh, at Boise State. FYI. Oh, but that has a bad aftertaste. Mm. I looked in this to make sure that it didn't have, like... Green and like all that other crap. That's in energy drinks. Yeah, I think you'll be okay. It's just high levels of sugar. Yeah, I mean, seventy grams of sugar. Oh my gosh. That okay. Twenty-four uh, percent of your daily uh, recommended uh, carbs. Oh my gosh. Carbs. In but there's no fat. Oh, in oh, that case, well, there you go. Yeah. No, you're fine. And it also gives you 100% of uh, your B3 and B6, which are the most important of the B vitamins. <laughs> Quality content here. Yeah, this is this is fascinating. There you go. We are not sponsored by Monster or their Mutant Super Soda. In fact, the longer that it like has like been since it touched my mouth, the worse it's getting. <laughs> Maybe maybe I should have had water before following like my coffee with this, which also was not great coffee. Well, that's right. You're drinking coffee and then the super soda. You just want a caffeine overload over here? Uh, yes. Okay. I plan on dying from caffeine overdose. Maybe not right now, but at least like sometime in the future. I hope I die by drinking caffeine quite a way to go yeah um, yeah i mean i could think of a lot of worse ways to die i think some better ways to die but that's okay <laughs> would you rather die oh by drowning or by burning alive in a fire drowning oh well oh. <laughs> i guess drowning yeah asking the tough questions here i don't know i'm pretty sure if, depending on how you're burned alive you end up suffocating before you actually yeah. get burned so either way you're just pretty much suffocating but i think it'd be way more peaceful to die drowning than being in a fire uh, okay i don't know 
I mean, I don't. I've yeah. I've never really experienced either of them. I don't, I don't either. Uh, but yeah. I feel like if I'm in a fire, I'm gonna be freaking out. I feel like oh, if you're I'm not gonna be freaking out when you're drowning. Maybe, but maybe I'll have that moment if I'm drowning. I like just accept it and just like kind of drift into oblivion. Just like whoa. Well, I already have a fear of like open water in the ocean, oh, well so it's gonna be ten times worse. Okay, well, yeah, maybe that's not the best I, way for you. I don't know, but a fire. Because what if burning. you're not not suffocating yet and it's actually burning you before you die? So uh. I listened. So I listened to NPR this week, and there was this really fascinating uh, interview with the guy who leaked the uh, CIA papers back in the seventies. But he is, like, an expert on, like, nuclear warfare. Hmm. And they were talking about how back in the day, like, America was, like, more than willing to accept the fact that if they nuked somebody, they were going to kill millions upon millions of people, not by the nuke alone, but the fires that follow afterwards. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> Way to go. These are the same people that are trying to regulate loot boxes, by the way. <laughs> but, yeah, it's nuclear winter is something else. Yeah. From what I hear. I don't know. I've never experienced it myself. In fact, I don't think anybody has. No. My only experience is playing Metro. Yeah. <laughs> Last light. And there's like a weird alien thing in there. I don't know. It's weird. That sounds about right. So let's talk about the Game Awards. Let's. So the Game Awards is tomorrow night. Jeff Keighley has been out there saying there will be between 12 and 14 world premieres. That's a lot, actually. It is. Uh, and I don't know if these seem like, oh, we're going to have 13, but I wanted to make them guess. Or it's <laughs> like they didn't have them all locked down. They were still waiting for that last Kojima trailer. Yeah. They're like, we don't know if it's going to happen. <laughs> um, Probably. But yeah, so the big news out of this so far is that Kojima and Guillermo del Toro will be there presenting something. And, you know, Kojima got like the first Lifetime Achievement Award from them, whatever, like several years ago. I think it was the first one to get one. And I'm assuming Death Stranding will be there. It has to be. We haven't seen Death Stranding. It doesn't Stranding have since to like, be. Well, I mean, but we haven't seen it since like E3 2016, right? Yes. Around that time. It's been a year, over a year since we've seen anything from that game. And I, I'm still so curious about it. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I still don't know what it is. And the fact that they're both going to be there, it's like. If just if it was just Kojima, then maybe it would be something else. Yeah. Maybe just actually be presenting an award. But the fact that Guillermo del Toro is going to be there leads me to believe that Death Stranding will be there. Um, and I guess like they also said that Sea of Thieves is going to get a date. Running that 420p. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, less. It was, it was five, no, it was 540, wasn't it? No, was it? I, I don't know. But I remember it was like 20. Four frames per second or oh yeah 15 or something like that i don't know something crazy it's like ah, oh, this this can run on your microwave <laughs> so i was i think it would be kind of interesting to walk through maybe some of the games that are nominated for different things and kind of guess what we think is going to win mm-hmm 
Um, just some of the, just some of them. So, like, game of the year is Horizon, Zero Dawn, Persona 5, PUBG, Super Mario Odyssey, and The Legend of Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild are nominated for game of the year. I think, personally, I think it's going to go to Super Mario. That's what I was thinking it's going to win. I want to see Horizon win. It won't. It won't. But It's like, and for me, even like looking at this list, I feel like it's the odd man out. Really? Here. I don't know. It was Maybe a, Persona a, 5. It's such a great game. I mean, I thought it was a great game. Like, I liked it a lot, but I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it made the splash that these other games did. Partially because it came out right next to Breath of the Wild. I yeah. think if Horizon had a better release window, it probably would have done a lot better. But I just don't think that it's going to be winning here. I, I, I can just see it being Super Mario because... Yeah. Super Mario. Yeah. Right, it's Mario. Yeah. And beyond that, it's like, it's the best Mario game since Mario 64. Or whatever, Sunshine or not Sunshine. No, don't. Galaxy. Don't. 64. Galaxy was its own weird thing. Okay. Um... And definitely don't compare it to Sunshine. <laughs> that game was trash. Well, I'm just throwing names out there. Um, yeah. So I agree. Uh, Mario Odyssey. Uh, best game direction. Horizon, Resident Evil 7, Mario, Legend of Zelda, and Wolfenstein 2. Out of those, I'm thinking Breath of the Wild. Oh, for sure. Because, I mean, that's the most it's ambitious project yeah, Nintendo's just as as, f- as far as, like, the direction of a game. I feel like Breath of the Wild did everything super well in terms of, like, you're looking at the way that these games, like, you can do anything in it, I think was, like, the super surprising cool thing about Breath of the Wild, which is why it made such a huge splash when it did. Because it was like, oh, we're going to take this Zelda game and we're going to make it so open and so varied that you can literally have hundreds upon hundreds of hours into it and still enjoy it. And so I think that that's kind of where that will go. Um, best narrative. We have Hellblade, Horizon, Near, What Remains of Edith Fitch, and Wolfenstein 2. I'm happy to see What Remains of Edith Fitch on here. Um, Fitch I re- or Finch? I don't know. Was it? What? Is it Fitch or Finch? Finch. Sorry. Finch. Oh. Um, I'm happy to see it on there. I think probably Horizon or Wolfenstein. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I don't think enough people played Nier to like really give it. like. An- yeah. I mean, I a lot of people played Nier, and there's so much to that game. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'd like to see like Hellblade get it, but I just don't see it happening. No. I, I think like Hellblade does a good job. I just don't know if it stands up next to... Something like Horizon. Horizon had a really good narrative, and I mean, one of the best characters introduced in gaming. I mean, Aloy was such a cool character. Yeah, Aloy so. was awesome. Yeah. Um, best art direction. Cuphead. Cuphead. I'm just saying it, and I know <laughs> if Cuphead does not win, Cuphead has to win this. Um, and they have to win music too. Like, uh, yeah, I would say that they probably win that as well. Because Cuphead is just such an experience with, I mean, the hand-drawn cartoons and, like, the old style. The Yeah, the old style, like, 
kind of oil paintings and then the ragtime jazz. It's it's yeah, the old, like the old like twenties thirties music playing the entire time. Everything about that is it's just such a great. It's, it's such a great game. I need to play more of it. Audio design. Uh, I have to say probably Hellblade. Hellblade. I think they deserve that one. Yeah, I mean, I think that the the way they use sound in that is so imperative to the story. And everything else on this list, like Destiny, Resident Evil 7, Mario Odyssey, and Legend of Zelda, like those feel like they can do without their audio. Like, obviously, it enhances it. But Hellblade audio is so important to the game. Yeah. That I think that 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 has to win, and of course we're probably going to get all of these wrong. <laughs> um, let's see, what else? Uh, well, that was I saw the what? What would go up again? What was it? Best performance. That Best was, performance. That one's going to be hard. I I think I think it's going to go. T- for Aloy for Horizon Zero Dawn. Aloy or Senua? Senua. I mean, I, I, From want Senua, Hellblade. I want that to win, but I just don't see it happening. The performance in that game is real strong. It's super good. And I mean, you're not even into like the really, like, really emotional parts yet. Yeah. That come, that come on later in the game. Just like, uh, because they do a lot with like, oh, we have cool mocap technology. Mm-hmm. Watch this. And they'll like zoom in like on her face and stuff. And I just think like the performance of that is really good. There's there's one part where you have like this really big flashback sequence. And it's just like, it just blows you away. And it was like, it was just so well done. Like you like really feel like the emotion. And it's like, they did a really good job. And I really hope that does win. Because like how she portrays this character is like it was just so well done. You've yeah. got me convinced. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Great. Um, no, that's like I think that's like my highly most highly recommended game of the year, at least for someone to play because it's just such it's a real good. different experience. Uh, the, again, I, I think the combat is the least important part of that game. But yeah, I mean it's really not about it's not a combat game. It's like a story driven narrative. So. We have to take a break. Uh, So let's take a quick break and come back to this. So, best ongoing game. Uh, this one's weird to me. Like, I think this is a weird category. Destiny 2, Grand Theft Auto, Online, uh, Overwatch, PUBG, Rainbow Six, and Warframe. It's going to go to Overwatch. I feel like Overwatch owns it there. Definitely. Just because, I mean, they've been running strong for two years now. I mean, yeah. And I'm even voting against my, my homeboy Siege, so. <laughs> Operation Health, though. <laughs> Operation Health. Best indie game, Cuphead, Hellblade. Honestly, I think this is almost Nine a harder Woods, category Pyre, than the game of the year. What remains me. of Edith Finch. It is because, I don't know, like all of these games are super strong. Yeah. I mean, I haven't played Pyre or Night in the Woods. Uh, yeah, they're both on my list that I need to finish. Yeah, I guess I haven't there. played Edith Finch either, but you did pretty that much. That game was so good. I read your review on it and what you did on that, so like it was 
The game was so good. Yeah. But I mean, Cuphead and Hellblade. I, I feel like Cuphead has to win this. Two of the best games I've played all year. So. It's going to be a tough one. It's a warning for all those big developers out there. The yeah. Indie, indie games are coming. They've I mean, they've been coming for a long time. Best mobile game. Fire Emblem Heroes, Hidden Folks. I don't know that at all. Monument Valley 2, Old Man's Journey, and Super Mario Run. If Super, Super Mario, Mario Run, Run wins. Should not be on this list. If it wins, I will throw my phone out the window. I don't want to do that, but I'll be so <laughs> mad because it was. It was You'll a, want to. It was such a bad game. The game was bad. It was bad. I was like, cool, Mario. I was like, this is not Mario. I guess I haven't played enough of these to really make a judgment. I like, like said, I like Monument Valley 2 so far. But I don't know. I don't know any of these well enough besides that. Maybe I should play some of these. I like playing games. Yeah. Um, I think that's all that I'm going to really talk about. Maybe best multiplayer. How about that? Call of Duty World War II. That's weird. Destiny 2, Fortnite, Mario Kate. Mario Kart 8, which should not be on this list, because even though it's the deluxe re-release, it's not a new game. PUBG and Splatoon 2. PUBG. I think PUBG. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It has to. I mean, like it's It's the game took the world by storm. Really did. Even Fortnite is. I mean, everyone's copying them, but. I mean, Fortnite's worthy of that title, too. but Yeah, for sure. And then there's, like, like the ones that fans can vote on. I think they're still open. Maybe they're not. I don't know. But, like, Training Gamer, uh, I think, has to go to Dr. Disrespect for all of the controversy he may have caused this year. People really love him. And he came out of nowhere. So that's cool. Is he new this year? I don't. I, as far as I know, huh? I never heard about him before. I haven't either. I I haven't heard about him until PUBG. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he had games before then or not. Um, best esports game, Dota Two. Obviously, there's no <laughs> no arguing that. Best esports player, obviously, Kuroki from Team Liquid, Dota Two. Uh, no idea. Because that's the about. only esports that matters. <laughs> um, best esports team, obviously, Team Liquid. Sure. Yep. Uh-huh. Playing Dota. None of nothing else matters. Sounds good. So this is kind of an interesting breakdown. Um, they broke down the games uh, by nominations. By nominations. Yeah. And so, like, with si- coming in with six nominations, we have Destiny Two, Horizon, Breath of the Wild, and Super Mario Odyssey. And good job on Nintendo. Yeah, I mean it was a hell of a year. I mean they had a, I mean they had a big year. I mean obviously the Switch launched the beginning of this year. Some of the biggest games they've launched in like ten plus years, twenty years. Mm-hmm. Super Mario Three. I I find it weird that Destiny Two is on that like has that many nominations. I am too because I was actually talking about this with my with my friend earlier today. Like I'm kind of off the Destiny Two train. Yeah, because the new expansion came out I think this week, and from what I hear, it's very underwhelming. Yes, Curse of Osiris I kind of felt that about the whole game. Yeah, I mean, it didn't. It just something about Destiny Two just did not have the magic of the first one. I know people had their like criticisms about the first one, but there was something about it that like just. I mean, it drew me in. It kept me playing for over a month of playtime. 
in three. I mean, it was over three a three year period, but it's like still like it kept me coming back. It kept me wanting to play more. And like this Destiny Two is like I feel like they like scaled it down for like the casual, just like the casual gamer. And I feel like it's just not so intense or fun even. Yeah. Because like I I'm not enjoying Crucible. I don't really like the strikes are kind of cool, but like they got old really fast. And I don't know. I haven't even done the raid. I have no like I haven't really had a need to like want to finish the raid yet. So yeah, I mean, I I want to finish the raid. I mean, I, I kind of do, but not like, I'm not like I'm like getting on like every week. Like okay, let's raid guys. Like I did, you know, for the last several years with Destiny One. Like you know, it was like I haven't really been like okay, let's do it. I'm just kind of like I haven't played the game in, like two months. So maybe I'll jump on there and get all my engrams for my clan because they still play. Oh yeah, that's the greatest part about being a clan. Is I get I get rewards for them continuing to play. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. It's all for you, shaders for sale. <laughs> yes. Um, which, by the way, I've been getting messages from them all morning. Well, they're on. They're they're they've because uh, people PC are trying now. to raid. Nope. Nope. So okay. I don't know. Um, so let's get back into video games news. Obviously, uh, I'll be interested to see how the game awards comes out tomorrow. And this kind of who wins, uh, especially like the player's choice, I think is the more interesting ones to watch because, you know, that's the people who really matter. But uh, it's always an interesting show because you look at these big award shows like the Academy Awards and like the Grammys and stuff, and they have been around for so long that they have everything solidified the way they're going, and there's so much money behind them and stuff. And here it was just like Jeff Keeley's just like, "Yo, I got a few thousand dollars. Let's let's do a show." Yeah, and like, what is this, is this like? This is like the only third or fourth year of this, right? Sure. Well, because I know there was like never like a big like game award show for video games. I well, know they there was the like one several. on there was the one on Spike. Yeah, I remember uh, that. That this is like the spiritual successor to that, but this one is like we are going to do it the way we want to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, because I never really like liked the video game one. award shows. Like they were always weird to me, and like it just like. I don't know. They were kind of weird. And then this one came around, and, like it was really well done, and like it's like more of a straightforward like award show. And well, that's because this one is like again Jeff Keeley, who's been around the industry forever, and is I think really well respected. Uh, he's just like we need to do this for like video game fans the way that we like we want it done, versus like when they were on Spike TV um, back in the day G Four. Well, and no, this is pre like this not on G four, um, because G four is where Jeff came from. Yeah, but if this is like the weird, over the top, like uh, we're gonna we're gonna slam monsters and Red Bulls and scream at each other in the face, and then go lift some weights <laughs> and ride our big pickup trucks because we're on Spike TV. And that's what that's what people who watch Spike TV do. That was weird. It just never felt right. And like, like at least this way, like obviously there's sponsored content and stuff like that, but it never felt as corporate as it used to. 
and that's cool. Again, it's just, I mean, Jeff basically funded the first show by himself. It was just like, here's my severance pay for when <laughs> G4 closed down. I'm going to start an award show. And it, I mean, it was a success, so more power to him. And he still has, he still has, I think, Attack is what it's called now, which is basically, I wanted to make money off of the Attack of the Show name. So people can still find me. Oh, Attack of the Show. I forgot about that. That's where Jeff Cayley came from. Yeah. So it's cool. Uh, I'm excited to see it. Again, it's always kind of fascinating watching all of the things work together when uh, everything can fall apart at any moment. Yeah. Live broadcast. Live broadcast. Don't worry, Twitch will be there to save it all. <laughs> yay, Mary Kish. Yes, ma- yay, Mary Kish. Please save our award show. I'll pray, Mary Kish. Okay, so speaking of surprise releases of games, which I guess is a segue if I would have segued f- like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Nailed it. This past week, Freddy Fazbear's <laughs> Pizzeria Simulator came out. On Steam, kind of surprise. Nobody expected it, but it's Five Nights at Freddy's Six. Woo. Wait, really? Basically, yeah. So I have yet to play it. It is free, and I've kind of kept my eyes closed of what it actually is because it starts out that you craft pizzas. And you give them to customers and stuff. You basically throw them at customers. But I hear it takes a very weird turn somewhere in it that are people are like, oh, yeah, like this is this is basically Five Nights at Freddy's 6. Well, this reminds me of that Duck Hunt game for the Oculus. Have you heard about that? No. Uh, um, were they a little kid? Is that, I, is that uh, what you're talking about? Maybe. I don't know. Well, like it's like it's like the classic duck hunt from like the yeah yeah back in the day, and then all of a sudden like it's it turns into a hor- it just turns into a horror game on you. Yeah, the, that's the, awesome. The dog yeah. tri- kills you. The dog like, tries to kill you and like kills your family and stuff. It's really weird. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It, it like you, you it plays and then you like level three and stuff starts to get weird and yeah. then like. Yeah, and like you like look out the window and there's like a it's like a there's just a dog like a giant dog it looks like a, like the the Freddy bear standing there with like a knife in the window and you're like what the heck's going on yeah, yeah it's really That's weird awesome and but you're like locked into like into the VR yeah right so I mean yeah so that sounds like a very similar to like what this is yeah uh, this I don't know so it's like one of those weird things that everybody in the world was like please don't make another Five Nights at Freddy's you're just ruining the franchise at this point. But then it comes out and it's like, ah, that's kind of cool. Like, good for you. I want to play it. I want to give it a shot. And you've never played a Five Nights at Freddy's. Nope. I've watched a lot of people play. I, yeah. I, I, I haven't played anything. I haven't even, like, watched anything on it. We should we should sit down and play this sometime. Don't you have them all? No. I don't think so. I I'm Maybe. I don't know. I, mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you did. Yeah, I wouldn't be either. No. I remember when that game came out, we all used to get together and uh, Danny used to play it because Danny gets scared so easily. <laughs> and it's always the best. It's so good. Person. We used to like, we would plug somebody's laptop into the TV 
and he would play on the TV. So good. Uh, I mean, it, it's good for a little while, but it definitely gets old really super fast. And still, whatever, I think it's the fifth night is so ridiculously hard. But I never, for a long time, I didn't even understand how you could win the game. Like, I just. You, you just make it through the nights. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, and then the the last one they released is this weird one where you're like in you're like a baby in your room, and you have to crawl from like corner to corner, and there's like there's open air directly in front of you, and then a doll behind you that you have to like keep a like track on. That one is crazy. Yeah. Because you you don't have the option of like closing doors and stuff. Because you're a baby. Right. You just crawl <laughs> around and like they don't move when you see them. But I mean, are you a baby? Are you like a little kid? I I I mean, I think you're I think you're a baby. Okay. I don't know, there's like this weird kind of strange baby simulator hinted at backstory about like an alcoholic mom and stuff like that well, that I'm Okay. Re- reading into this. Didn't really read into because I could care less. But we've got to take a break. And then we're going to come back. There are more surprise announcements. So stick around for that. Okay, so apparently Guillermo del Toro has no idea what Death Stranding is about. Oh, good. In an AMA, he said that uh, Kojima scanned my body and face for the model, uh, and then he sent me the teaser. That's it. (laughs) Of course Um, he did. He sends me toys and gifts every few weeks, but no clues. I am dying to know. There we go. So nobody has any idea what this game is about. Just that it exists. We does it think. Does it even exist? We have no idea. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out tomorrow. What if, Maybe. What if our life is Death Stranding? Our, our life. Just blew your mind right there. Let's talk about some Nintendo. Yeah, we haven't talked about Nintendo in a while. Yeah, we haven't. Uh, Nintendo's been a little quiet. Not too quiet but a little quiet there's a new cereal coming out it's called super mario cereal yeah are you serious i am 100 percent serious about this so uh it is star-shaped oats okay with marshmallows which honestly is the worst kind of cereal what no hot take yeah it's like it's like fruit loops or something not fruit loops but uh, lucky charms lucky charms Charms suck Lucky Charms are the bad best. Bad What's wrong cereal. with Lucky Charms? The best. It, it's the way that like the marshmallows like sit in the milk and like. I will. Yeah, you do have to eat it kind of fast. Gross. 
But I always eat my cereal kind of fast. Yeah, so me like, too. I don't like... let it sit. Yeah, and it but it makes the milk all sweet because they kind of like melt Ugh. into it. <laughs> oh, that's so gross, though. So good. I don't, I don't want. I don't want sweet milk. But then you drink it again. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's good. just like this. Just sounds gross. It's like so if somebody gave me a thing of like sweet milk with no cereal in it, that sounds. So it's it's similar to like what like almond milk is though. Oh, because almond milk has like that sweet uh, minus. So, yeah. but yeah. almond milk's not terrible except for the fact that when you pour it out, it looks. No. Yeah. We don't need to go there. This is this is a family from the show, Matt. But you know what I'm talking about. I do. Everybody who's listening you, knows exactly what I'm talking you've, about. You've told me before. It's nasty. I love almond milk. <laughs> I actually don't think I've really like I had it by plain. I don't know. I never like gone out like didn't drink all my like all my milk. I I have I started drinking almond milk at one point because I'm pretty sure I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah. Or co- maybe you should drink some coconut milk too. And I I've, I've thought about trying that, but I don't know. I heard people say that almond milk's the better of those choices. I don't know. I like coconut be- milk better. Okay, maybe I'll give that a shot sometime. I just like milk. <laughs> See, I, <laughs> me too. Me if too. I drink, if I drink milk in like a small, like amount, then like it doesn't affect me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But if I drink like a glass of milk, I like I like I can't sleep at night. Like I feel it right in my chest. Maybe you might have some like lactose intolerant. Oh, well, maybe that's why you don't like sure. the Lucky Charm sweet milk. Yeah. Well, no, that's like that's just that's just that's gross. <laughs> Just um, the guy drinking monster soda over yeah. there, uh, which is also super gross. <laughs> I don't, Apparently, I don't think you've like barely. I, had I drink. Anything I've else. had two drinks of this so far, but it's also because I'm talking, and mm-hmm. I don't want to drink True. when I'm talking. True. But anyways, so back to the Super Mario cereal. Mm-hmm. The boxes are amiibos. Like, do you make an amiibo out of the box? Is that what no. You're... You can scan the box to your consoles mm-hmm. like an amiibo. Okay. What? I don't know what that means. I don't know what you get for it. Like, I don't know what it unlocks. But the boxes are amiibos. Which is the most Nintendo thing it really I've is, ever though. heard like, in my life. Nintendo's just on a whole nother playing field with the, what they do. Like, it's like, let's take this idea and make it so complicated. And what's going to happen is they're going to release the cereal and they're only going to release small amounts. So people want to rush to the stores and pick them up and they're going to create this like small supply. And then four months down the road, they're going to flood the market with it. And so people that just spent like $200 on eBay to get this stupid box of cereal with an amiibo on it can't. They're not going to care anymore. Like, uh, are going to be like, oh, well, I just wasted a bunch of money to do this. And the cereal probably isn't even that good anyways. It, it probably isn't. And then, like, people are going to start collecting these and they're going to sit in a cupboard somewhere. Oh, yeah. And then mice are going to get into them and have baby mice. And then there's going to be mice everywhere. <laughs> All because of Nintendo. The next plague is starting because of Nintendo. Oh my God. Is that what you're saying here? Yes. Okay. 
I don't know. This like why? Why complicate this, Nintendo? Why why do this? Just sell another amiibo. I wonder how much this is gonna cost though. I haven't seen like like a a price point. Like an just like a normal box of cereal or like See, but like Mm -hmm. amiibos are like fifteen bucks. Fifteen? Something like that. So like twenty dollar box of cereal. cereal? (laughs) Yeah. Now, granted, with the Amiibos, it's like you get, like, figures and stuff, and that's, like, half of the charm of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, I don't know. This is going to be a weird collector's item. 20 years down the road, we're going to be like, oh, like, if mice didn't eat your <laughs> box, then they're going to be worth, like, $300. Remember that Mario cereal? Yeah. Weird. I'll go buy a box, and I'll save it. I'll make my fortune that way. Okay. Smart. I don't want mice. I will probably not buy this box of cereal. Yeah, well, if you have keep it, like, it locked up yeah, right, properly. Keep it not, don't just leave it on the floor in the garage. See, I don't think you understand how resilient mice are. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. They're going to they're gonna nibble through your wall, <laughs> through the box, <laughs> Je- they're, they're and they have mice babies. Selectively <laughs> seeking out this box of cereal. Yep. It's why you don't keep food in your room. Yeah, uh, I, I don't. All the food in my room. Well, you're in the dorm, so yeah, it's <laughs> different for you. <laughs> Which you, you are, problem, s- you are still, you can still get mice. In That's in true. the dorm, my, are you in Chafee? I am in Chafee. Oh, there are mice. I don't. You're I, lucky if you haven't seen a mouse yet. I haven't seen a mouse. I've seen a spider. Pretty big. Oh, yeah. Lots of spiders. But, Lots uh, of spiders. Never seen a mouse. I'm also on the third floor. Okay. So. Okay, I guess. That. Yeah, they're too busy eating the boxes of cereals on, on the first, the first floor. floor. <laughs> yep. <sighs> Nintendo, man. Mario cereal. I'm excited. I'm going to go buy a box. I'll probably buy a box if it's a, if, if like I'm at the grocery store and it, there's one there. Totally get it. It. Like, yeah. I'm not going to go out of my way to buy a Mario cereal. Drive around town trying to find it. So yeah, they like, did. like I did with the Nuka-Cola for Fallout. That was a <laughs> which waste, I still never got. Which was a waste of my time. Yeah, I so they, Honey Bunches of Oats, had Mario on their box for a long time, uh, for because Mario Odyssey was coming out, and like this year, yes, okay. And the boxes were super ugly because of it. I love Honey Bunches of Oats too. It's good cereal. That is good cereal. See, that's a legitimate cereal because it doesn't have any of that marshmallow. Sweet hey, crap it, in it, but that also makes the milk sweet. It, 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 not it as sweet. It it's not sweet. like it's not like sugary sweet. It's it's honey roasted. It's not sweet. like when you drink it, like you can feel the sugar on your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> right, and that's that's the grossest part of it. It's like when you pour the bottom of like a cereal and all the, the dust just oh, kind of. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the God. best part right there. It makes me want to throw up. It's the best part. I'm sitting here drinking (laughs) a drink with 70 grams of sugar and that makes me want to throw up. (laughs) Uh, Like when basically anything that like crumbles is it gets down to like the last maybe like 16th of the bag I just throw away. I can't handle it. So you can't like finish like a bag of chips or anything? No. What? Like I just can't handle. Like, you just get it, well, just get it you right. Can't, just kinda, you don't make the funnel. It's part of your mouth. Oh, <laughs> that's so gross. I can't even handle that. Oh, 
savages. I definitely did that once with pretzels, not thinking about it, and it was all salt. Oh, good. Well, good and for that, you. That was uh, that's what that you deserve that for this savagery. Oh, that's Never good. did that again. Did you guys ever try the saltine challenge? No. Well, when you have like eat like five in a minute or something. I well, I thought it was more than that. I think it's like six, maybe. Yeah, where you like you just shove saltines and try to eat them I without never, without water. I never water. went to Boy Scout camp. Uh, we so. did this. We did this on like it was like a, it was like an internet bus. challenge, just thing. for funsies. We did this on the band bus a lot. Oh. Um, sixty seconds to eat six saltine crackers without drinking anything. Oh, I uh, thought. Well, there's another one where you eat them and then first one to whistle oh. wins Ooh. too. Have you not heard? Have you I not feel heard like that's one? just like asking to get saltines everywhere, <laughs> like all over. Yeah, other it's like people. you eat, you, you know, <laughs> six saltines and then blowing saltine and dust then, everywhere. And then, yeah, <laughs> that one was that one's super gross. Like, it sounds super fun though. You just no, I, I have attempted to do this. I think it's literally impossible. Uh, yeah, well, the saltines, like, they do something weird in your mouth. Well, it's the salt that just, like, yeah. soaks Well, up. it's not even the salt. It's, like, the salt cracker and the crackers. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the like, cracker. It's, like, it becomes soggy. It's, like, soggy cereal <laughs> where, like, it gets, like, it just gets stuck well, it, in it, your it, mouth. It becomes, like, it becomes, like, a paste in your mouth. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then yeah. your mouth, but, like, then your mouth becomes Mojave Desert at the same time. And your food <laughs> is gross. It's probably a good strategy to get, you know, just, like, the cinnamon challenge. Oh. oh, no, don't do that. That You'll throw up. There, the cinnamon I mean, challenge and the gallon challenge are the Well, like, the gallon challenge will make things. you throw up because you literally cannot drink a gallon of milk. No. Right. Because our body, we're not supposed to drink milk like we do. I love Well, I, no, because your stomach literally can't hold that much volume is the thing. Yeah. That's why they throw up because your stomach's just so full. Yeah. I feel so gross. I love milk. I don't know why this is such a weird thing. I love milk, too. I will drink it. I buy it by the gallon by myself, mm -hmm. and I will finish it. Mm -hmm. I finished my gallon last night, actually, on the day it is supposed to expire. So, I very rarely finish a half gallon before it goes bad. Wow, that is unheard of. <laughs> like I will have, <laughs> like even, I will have I a half eat, gallon for like two weeks. I don't even eat cereal. I had, I had to stop myself from buying cereal because I eat the whole bo like family size box in like two days. Yeah. So I had to stop. Yeah. And I still go through that, that much milk. I'm going through milk withdrawals, actually, because my mini fridge can't hold enough milk. <laughs> that's, that's, why you, that's why you go to the BRC, though, because they have that, the fountain that always runs out of the chocolate milk. They do. It's because true. they suck. Um, yeah, I, last night I finished my big bag of cereal that I bought like a year ago. I guess maybe like six, eight months or something, because I, I barely eat, drink milk, right? Mm -hmm. And by the end of that bag of cereal, it was so stale. Because I get like, like, like I get like the ripoff honey Cheerios. Like, so I get like the big, the big yeah. bag. That's, like, that's not on like the shelf. They're just like thrown in, in like thrown in a basket. Throw yeah. Thrown in the corner. <laughs> it's like, this is the forgotten cereal that's been here for the past three years. We don't know. We'll sell it to you for like 50 cents. Ever bought one of those? No. No, I don't think I, so. See, I, I didn't know. grow up eating that cereal either. Like, my parents always bought us like name brand. Like, we were high class citizens. We only ate name brand cereal, but now that like I can barely afford rent, it's like 
I'm going to save as much money as I possibly can. And so the fact that I can buy like one of those big bags for the price of like a box quarter of the size, hashtag worth, worth it. it. The problem is I'd eat that bag so fast. It'd be so bad. I bet I could take. You would just hate yourself. I bet I could take that bag down in like a week or something. I eat cereal like a, it's like it's a problem how much cereal I can actually eat in a day. Just uh, I will literally eat it three every, meals a day. Every meal I will literally yeah. eat cereal every meal of the day, and it's not good for me. I I will eat it for breakfast and for like a late night snack. Yeah. No, I will. I've literally I've literally had cereal all day. Mm. I've, mm. I've definitely done that. I can't have especially like, lunch when there's cereal. lucky charms in the cupboard. <laughs> Frosted Gross. flakes are mine. I don't know why. See, frosted Frost- flakes are okay. Somehow, frosted flakes and just like really cold milk is like the best thing in the world. Like frosted flakes are okay, but they still have that weird sugar. Oh, and I drink that up. Milk. I drink that up right and just. Oh yeah. Good. Mm-mm, and I get another bowl. <laughs> <laughs> we need to take a break. This is gonna be the final break of our show, and we'll come back. All right, we've just got a few minutes left of our show, so we should probably talk about some more video game news. Um, no more cereal. Yeah, yeah. I'm done with cereal. I keep going. I'm oh. like I'm grossed out by your cereal talk, to be honest. <laughs> like I never want to eat cereal again at this point in my life. Oh. So Nintendo. Uh, speaking of cereal, Nintendo games are coming to the Nvidia Shield. Hmm. As long as you live in China, which is super crazy. Like, I know, like, Nintendo doesn't do super well over there, surprisingly, but it's coming to the NVIDIA Shield, which is kind of like, I like, I think, like a Chromecast style, like, mm-hmm. all-in-one box type thing. So, yeah, you can play, like, new Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Galaxy, and Twilight Princess on the Shield, which, knowing, like, Nintendo is crazy because they are so protective over their games yeah. that I can't believe that they're letting somebody else do this. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's crazy because they are, they, really and they have like a partnership with, with NVIDIA. So like they definitely have some control over it, but still that's super surprising to me. Yeah. Cool. New games. Cool, bro. Speaking of new games. Yeah, speaking of new games, Mega Man 11 got announced. Out of nowhere. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, as they were doing like a 30th anniversary live stream. Has it been like eight years since the last one? It's been a while. I, think I don't know. I think it's exactly I saw like Mega Man 10 came out like eight years ago or something. I guess that would make sense because I, I think I was in high school at the time. And, yeah, so they announced Mega Man 11. It looks a lot like, uh, oh, God, what is the game I'm thinking of? I don't know. Uh, another Mega Man game. <laughs> but <laughs> it has, like, a like an art style that just reminds me of, like, a, a certain Mega Man game. But I can't remember exactly which one. Late 2018. So they've still got basically a year to get this game out. And delay it three times. Yep. Naturally. That's what happens. Uh, it's like, it's a weird year for that kind of stuff. It's like the the new Metroid coming out. Mm-hmm. It's just like a strange, 
just strange time for that whole collection of like old school kind of games that are getting revived for this new generation of consoles. Thanks to like, the Switch, like I'm Sonic, sure. Sonic Media is one. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's probably because of the Switch. But Thanks, Nintendo. Thanks, Nintendo. Let's talk about PUBG. Can't go one show without talking about PUBG. No, we can't. <laughs> so PUBG is going to run at 30 frames per second on all Xbox consoles, which is different than what they originally stated. Mm-hmm. Brendan Green originally said that it would be 60 frames per second on the Xbox One, and now they're backpedaling like, oh, 30. we are not going to be able to do this. Are you looking for us being an Xbox owner, looking forward to PUBG? Uh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Well, you don't have to wait long. Yeah, it's coming up. Next week. Yeah. December 12th, I believe, is the exact date, so... A Christmas present to myself. That's that's how I justify these purchases in December. I'm like, it's just a Christmas present to myself. It's fine. I don't justify Um, them. I just do them. One thing I saw today before I came over here is the new map will be out before the launch of the Xbox version. Yes. So within the next week, we'll have the second desert map. I guess the desert map is the second map. Uh, Yeah, and they're still saying... It, it is going to get a 1.0 release on PC this year. Um, I'm going to wait about two weeks before I call their bluff and say it's not coming out. Unless it drops at the same time the Xbox version comes out. Which yeah. Which would be crazy. Unless it drops with the new map. I mean, I can see them doing that. Here's the full release, finally. New map. Vaulting finally is in here. <laughs> which I hear is in there anyways. It's in the test server still. I don't think it's in the yep. in the main game yet. I mean, I haven't touched that game in probably two months. Two months? Maybe I think we played it maybe a month ago. I don't know. I haven't played I haven't played any games in a while, but it's a good one. Yeah, Dude. you you were craving it for a little bit, I and I think we played a couple times. It's just so much fun. Uh, and I'm like like said I think I said this last week, but I think I'm gonna wait for the 1.0 release mm-hmm. to play it again. Just to kind of see how it's changed. Yeah, because I mean, you got it. Right, it, it looks out, really good. Right in March, it was right around then. Yeah, yeah. So you've been playing for you know better part of the whole most of the year. So yes. I mean, I didn't pick it up till late summer. Yeah, when you when you got your PC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so thirty frames per second is going to make that game look like trash. But sorry, sorry, Xbox owners. Uh, Sucks. I might I might delay buying it for a little bit just to see, you know, how it really turns out. I'll be I interested to see how much it money. costs. I oh, think that too. I think they said it's going to be the thirty dollars. Yeah, because it's still coming out for early access for yeah. you guys. Okay. I um, think they said it's going to be the same price point, but I mean they said it was going to be sixty frames a second. So, who knows? Brandon Green, we're coming. <laughs> we're coming for you. <laughs> nah, I I mean I'm sure it'll be fine, but. As somebody who is used to that kind of higher quality, it'll be really interesting to see what this game actually performs like. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, cool. At least we have someone who will let us know. Yes. (laughs) And I I don't know. I might buy an Xbox within the next couple months. With what? Do it. With what money? Yeah. Christmas money? Credit card? (laughs) 
Smart. Uh, real fast, I want to mention that a new bonus episode for Life is Strange Before the Storm is coming out. Um, now that the actor voice actor strike is over, they the original Chloe voice actress is coming back aboard and is going to film or do a new episode, which is cool. Uh, they still have their third episode that is yet to come out. I think that comes out early January, if I remember right. And yeah, so that'll that'll be cool. And then I don't know when this next one's going to come out. Cool. So, I still need to beat the first one. Yeah, you really do. I need to. I need to beat this one, um, or at least the first two chapters of it. And I'm I'm excited to do that. I'm excited just to like take a weekend, sit down, or it'll probably be in a day. And just go through it and really experience high school again. We've got about two minutes left. So I want to mention uh, this real fast because the Overwatch League is ramping up. Uh, yesterday, I believe, was supposed to be their first preseason game. Hmm. But one of the teams that was slated to play dropped out of the preseason. The Philadelphia Fusion mm. dropped out of preseason due to player logistics issues, uh, th- which probably means they didn't get their visas in time. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Uh, that's typically what it means. And honestly, esports has been plagued by visa problems for years. And every single big tournament we talk about, somebody doesn't get there. And beyond that their tank recently got suspended for boosting other accounts for money which apparently you can't do uh back in world of warcraft you could totally do that i think i don't know i don't know if it was against their terms of service or not a lot of people did it anyways but yeah he was accepting money to take accounts get them high levels and then give them back which you can't do so he got suspended so they lost their tank anyways i'm sure they replaced him with somebody but they are like kind of holding like we are going to use this person when he is able to come back i think he had to miss like the first 30 matches of the year the funny thing about this uh is this is the comcast owned team so by player logistics issues, it probably, instead of Visa, means they didn't pay the higher tier for that hot internet access. Oh, and then no. somebody on the internet pointed out a kind of good point. If Comcast owns an esports team and also creates internet fast lanes... What says that they won't use it to their advantage to win in these competitions? You're right. This is like, this is my tinfoil hat. Oh, man. Seems a little suspicious. Here's the, the, the conspiracy, conspiracy theory hour. So, I don't know. That one is uh, weird. That is to weird. Me. It's weird that an internet company is owning a team for. And that's fine. Usage. Like, do it. Like, that's cool. Like, if you want to own your team, but if you can and like stuff, but sway that the outcome because of your services, because of net neutrality. I don't know. Really strange to me. Again, that is totally a conspiracy theory. I didn't even think of it. Somebody online did. Um, 
there's that. Cool. Well, guys, I think that's it for today. We did it. We've done it. Uh, We've only got a couple weeks left. Next week, we've got a show in the studio at the same time. Following week... We will not be on the radio station. Yeah, we're we're out of the studio for all break, all winter break. So yeah, so we'll have to start doing our mobile studio thing again. I am trying to figure out how to live stream that well, and we'll see. We'll see how how we get that accomplished. But for now. But Join us it. again next week. Yeah. So follow us on all social medias that we have. Yes, uh, Twitter uh, at Dryspell Radio. We have dryspellradio at gmail.com and facebook.com slash Dryspell Radio. If you want news on what we're doing, uh, follow us on Facebook or Twitter. And yeah, other than that, I think we're good. Jess, thank you for being here today. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we we have fun. I'm glad I could make it. <laughs> yes. I love talking video games. Yeah, video, video games are Well, it's uh, cuz it's so funny like, and I, and also super and suck. Cereal. I wanna, like when I first like met her, I had no idea she's like a gamer and then I like, got a Snapchat one day of you playing Siege and I was like, "What? Yep. She's playing Siege?" and yep. I like, freaked out and then that's yep. where, now we're here we are. Fun story. Best of buds. Fantastic. Um for me, this is uh, thank you for uh, listening, everybody. Austin, thank you for being here as always. Yep. I'm here. And yep. we'll be back next week. Again, keep your eyes and ears peeled for anything else that we may have for you. Thanks for listening. <laughs>